0: Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we continue learning in Perkiyavot Mishnah 6 from chapter 2 where Hillel used to say A boor cannot be fearful of sin and an unlearned person cannot be scrupulously pious The bashful person cannot learn and the quick impatient person cannot teach Anyone excessively occupied in business cannot become a scholar And in a place where there are no leaders, try to be a leader. So this Mishnah is also full of wise wisdom that teaches us about life and how to live our lives. The term "boor" is expressed as an unlearned person, a person that doesn't know anything about Torah. And it emphasizes different aspects of a person who is void of Torah and wisdom. The word "boor" emphasizes a lack of knowledge. Uh, it depicts a person who is intellectually barren, and the term "unlearned person" "amharit" um, emphasizes a lack of wisdom, which manifests itself through a lack of refinement in his conduct. So, what it's telling us here is that a person that has no education cannot be a refined human being, and he cannot have wisdom because he has no knowledge. As they say, knowledge is power. So, one who lacks Torah knowledge cannot acquire the fear of God. And the fear of God doesn't mean that you're scared of Hashem, that if you eat a shrimp, He's going to send lightning and it's going to strike you. That's not the, what the Torah means by the fear of God. The fear of God means that, that you're afraid to be separated from Hashem. So, the only way that you can really be scared to be disconnected from God is if you know the wisdom of God. If you don't know the wisdom of God, if you don't learn about Hashem, then how are you going to acquire that fear? So here it says, One who lacks Torah knowledge cannot acquire the fear of God. And the rabbi says, eh, alluding to Hillel, If there is no wisdom, there is no fear of heaven. A person who does not have some intellectual inclination cannot develop the fear of God because he cannot clearly perceive God's influence so for example if a person if a child doesn't know that the fire burns he's gonna put his hand on the fire because he doesn't know he's not scared to get burned because he has no idea what's the consequence of putting your hand in the fire but an older child like a 10 year old boy he knows that if he puts his hand in the fire he's gonna get burned so knowing that he's gonna get hurt creating him fear and he gets uh, away from it so people fear the king only when they're close to him when he's far away they have no no impression on him and and the degree of fear is very far away so the poor is the poor is doomed to be remote from god and not fear him properly because closeness to god arises only when one uses his intellect it's by using the intellect that we Contemplate the greatness of Hashem that we're able to create that fear, that awe, and an unlearned person cannot be scrupulously pious. The Hebrew term hasid, when they're talking about a hasid, is a pious person, and it this implies of a person that does more than what is expected of him. So, if it's expected of him to sit and learn for ten hours this pious person is going to sit and learn for 11 hours. This is what a hasid is. He does more than what is required of him. True wisdom refines human action. And as a result, if a person is fully given over over to wisdom, he directs his deeds towards the good of all the people. So if a person has wisdom, has chokma, he's a person that is going to refine his ways. Like He knows that to be angry is not a good thing. If he suffers from anger and he has chokhmah, he has wisdom, then he's going to be all his life fighting that anger and finding tools to control his anger because he's not, he knows it's not a good thing to have. So he will go uh, beyond the strict call of duty. In contrast, the unlearned person does not direct his talents and skills towards goodness for he lacks Torah wisdom. So he's not a person that understands that his makeup is, was made for him by Hashem and that the way he's made is that's the way, he should, the way he should serve God. So if he's a very kind person, he should serve God with kindness. If he's a very strict person, then he serves Hashem with discipline. If he's very joyous, with joy. So, but a person that has no wisdom cannot serve God in, in these ways because he doesn't know he has to serve God. So in summary, a lack of Torah wisdom leaves one unable to acquire the fear of heaven and and, and uh, also disinclined to offer extra effort to help others. He's not going to be out there helping other people. So the bashful person cannot learn and the quick, impatient person cannot teach. So a bashful person is talking about a shy person here and why he cannot learn. It's obvious because he's going to be sitting in the class and the teacher's going to give that lecture and he's going to be shy to ask questions. He's not going to be if he has a question he's not going to ask it because he's, he's shy. And at the same time if the teacher is impatient the students are going to be scared to ask questions because the, the teacher has no patience. It has, has, has a, a character that is not uh, conducive to learning. So the Mishnah can be properly understood through the following principle. A teaching relationship can be effective only if the teacher, the student, and the subject matter have something in common. So you're not going to learn anything that you don't want to learn. I can give you a Torah class every week, but if you're not interested in learning Torah, you're not going to learn because it's, it's irrelevant for you. So Torah is described as fire. It is the impassioned character of the nation of Israel that makes them especially attuned to Torah and a student of Torah must also have a a fiery character to be receptive to Torah. This fiery character, what it's talking about is passion. Like a person has to have passion inside of him to be one er, yearning to learn Torah. So conservatively, a shy personality, which is the opposite of fire, it's like a very calm person, is not receptive to fiery Torah because his spirit is not in harmony with the spirit of Torah. So here it says, and the quick, impatient person cannot teach. As we said before, the student, the teacher, and the subject must share qualities in common. If the student is to be receptive, and then the people are, he's gonna receive the teaching. But if he's not receptive, he's not gonna learn anything. People are both practical and intellectual. They can relate to the Torah because it is likewise a mix of practical law and theory intellect. However, if a teacher adds more fire into the Torah learning by being impatient, then this extra fire, what it's going to do is it's the, the people that are wanting to learn won't be able to learn because it's going to be intolerable. It's going to be too much. So the metaphor of fire refers to being inflexible and intolerant of anything less than perfect than perfect truth. So as it says, the theory appeals to an intelligent person demand for precision and truth. A theory teacher of the theory Torah demands a thorough and precise grasp of the deed and exacting subject, and that combination is more than most students can bear. So a, pers- a student that has passion in him, he's receptive to learn. But a teacher that has the fire of Torah and he is very impatient, he adds more fire to the Torah, then the student cannot receive that because it's just too much. So then he says, anyone excessively occupied in business cannot become a scholar. And this statement included in the Mishnah, because it's another example of a person whose character is not in harmony with conceptual nature of Torah. So a person that is only worried about business, he's only worried about money, about how much money he's gonna make, in his head he has no space for Torah, there's no time for it because he has to earn more and more and more and more. So the person unlikely to achieve uh, intellectual growth he he cannot grasp it because his head is somewhere else. So anyone excessively occupied in business, again the Mishnah Warns, uh, who just buy and sell without adding value to the product it does not apply to those who are artisans or otherwise improve the objects they, they sell like if a person is an artist then his business is not only the money it's all, also his art it's what he's giving he's giving something but a person that's only buying and selling and he's not adding value to what he's doing for him uh, there's not, nothing more it's only money that's in the equation so it's very hard for him to become a scholar because his mind is not in tune with the values of Torah so here it says one of the ways that Birkei Avot guides us to achieving spiritual growth is by helping us to understand ourselves this, this is the ethic of the, father, the fathers. What it does is it helps us refine our character traits because it allows us to understand our character traits. So here it says, The people described in this Mishnah are simply illustrations of disorders due to neglect of the four areas of our existence. We need a healthy intellect. We need a healthy soul, spirit. And we need a healthy body and a healthy approach to material possessions we need these four things because if we don't have these four things then it's very hard to, uh, to acquire the wisdom of the Torah so the intellect the Sehel is the most spiritual part of a person the bored, the unlearned person and the unlearned uh, and the unlearned person manifests the symptoms of an undeveloped intellect so the person that doesn't learn Torah has a, a not developed intellect Therefore, one should strive to acquire wisdom. So these people, they should sit and learn. They should try to to learn something. So the spirit nefesh animates the body. The soul is what animates our body. And it's the origin of impatience and and temper. So here Hillel illustrates this disorder by describing one whose anger interferes with the teaching Torah. This is the second prescription. Do not be drawn excessively after emotions. We have to learn to control our emotions. We cannot allow our emotions to take care of us. We have to take care of them. And then it says, one who is too shy is functioning in a placid body. If we succumb to lethargy instead of living our lives with spirited enthusiasm, it will interfere with Torah study. So a person who is lethargic, who has no ambition in life, who who is lazy, who has nothing that moves him, there's no passion, there's nothing alive inside of him. It's very hard for that person to acquire Torah study. The third prescription for this, what Hillel is giving, prescribing the medicine, is show some spirit. Get excited about something. Do not be excessively drawn after physical characteristics of passivity and inertia. Like when a person, nothing moves him, there's something wrong. You have to really see what's going on inside of you. You have to take care of that. And the possessions that sustain one in this world can distract a person from spiritual pursuits. When we are so, so in love with the material world, and the only thing we're thinking about is what's the next car I'm gonna buy, what's the new shoes, what's the new purse, and that's all that keeps our minds, then it's very hard to connect also to Torah study. it's it's antithesis It, it doesn't go so the final prescription is do not be excessively drawn after money but pursue a livelihood in moderation like you yeah you have to make a living you need to pay your rent you need to pay your bills you need to pay the school of your kids you need to eat you need to dress yes go work you have to work but don't be obsessed about being a billionaire a millionaire about acquiring 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 it says that a person dies with half of what he wanted to have. If a person dies having $10 billion in the bank, he wanted $20 billion in the bank. He's never going to be satisfied. So, so it says here that in the place where there are no people, there's no leaders, strive to be a leader. When there's, there's a lack of leadership, you, you yourself go and do it. Don't wait for a leader to come. This statement may appear unrelated to the rest of the Mishnah it it could look like it has nothing to do with it but the first part of the Mishnah addresses aspects of a person but this advice addresses the total human being. So the first part of the Mishnah is addressing parts of, of a personality here it's addressing the whole human being. If something must be done and there is no one else to do it then be the person to do it. Like Don't wait! for someone to do it if someone if something needs to be taken care of you go run and do it maybe it's your your Hashem is giving you the opportunity to gain merit in this world to do something about it so there is extra merit in doing the right thing if otherwise it will not be done at all so I leave you here I wish you a good week a happy week and remember live a little higher thank you